You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. Give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hey, welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm joined here today by my co-host, Phil Hanley. Hey, hey, Nikki. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? We're by ourselves today. Yeah. No is, third party. This is like uh, the old days. Just like the old days, like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> We're back at it. Man, this is so reminiscent. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm very good. I have a large coffee. I'm good. Yeah. I, I like the guy who says he's going to be five minutes late and comes in with a coffee. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but did you notice it was exactly five minutes? Uh, no, but I, um, I I hate when I'm running late because I can't go get a coffee. Because oh, then really? you look like the person who is late because you got a coffee. Oh, I never even knew that was a genre of lateness. I didn't know it until someone tweeted, like, I hate run. They tweeted that, essentially. And I go, oh, you're right. Like... Uh, that's I always think that whenever I was running late to work or something, yeah. I was always like, God damn it, I can't get my coffee. Because oh. then you, it's like you just made yourself later. I know, but this is my situation. If I was five minutes late, if if I didn't get a coffee and I was like, say, like right on time and then say for some reason if you were five minutes late and then I didn't have my coffee and I could have and then, and then yeah. So I thought, yeah, but I wasn't. I was oh, early. That's true. So that's, true. that's uh, unfortunate that you look like a fool right now. <laughs> the coffee though, this would be good for the podcast. I really... I am, did it for the show. I have been jazzing on coffee recently. Like I'm... It's like... It's a drug to me right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel the same way. I get high. I I really like because I don't get high anymore and I don't drink uh-huh. and it makes me feel that I think I talked about it before, but I'm just like it is. It's been doing things to me that it's never done. Like I had intelligentsia coffee the other day I in the Chicago is. airport. It's like a Chicago brand of you know smug coffee uh-huh. brewers, and it was so I. You know you're a little cracked out when you're like, I need to call my grandma. I just want to like talk to my grandma. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to call her. Like, I, I did. I took Ritalin once on a drive from. I was I was working in Appleton, Wisconsin, and I had to drive like twelve hours home to St. Louis, and I got a late start because I locked my keys out of my car. Anyway, I had some Ritalin that some waitress gave me because that happens on the road. I don't do it anymore. This was. Back, this was you know. Months I've never ago. done. I've never. I've never yeah. done Ritalin before. It is. It's coke. Oh really? Yeah. It. I mean, the time that I've done like a little bit of cocaine, it felt the same as when I do Ritalin. It's like I want to read everything. I want to know everything. I want to talk to everyone. I want to feel things. I want to just like get it done. Isn't it for? It's for hyper children. Is that right? Yeah. Like it has the, but it has an adverse effect on people who do not need it. Like, so I'm pretty, I don't need to focus. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Well, maybe I do. Oh, that, that was a, like, it makes me hyper focus. Yeah. It makes me, it makes me, it honestly, I think if I were on it, I would get so much more work done. I would be such a, yeah, it sounds like steroids for writing. Yeah. But it's emptier when I've written on Ritalin or anything, any kind of upper, it uh-huh. always is just a bunch of garbage. I mean, oh, there's really? the quantity, but not quality. Okay. But anyway, I just remember driving back from that gig, and I was like high on riddle, and I was just like, I gotta call my grandma, and I just like talked to her, and she was like, I gotta go, like she was trying to get rid of me because <laughs> I was so like, blah, 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 blah. um, yeah. What was I saying? But you coffee's felt that been from doing coffee. that. Yes. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah. I can't. I couldn't imagine working during the day without drinking coffee. I love it. I fucking love it. And I read that you, when you work out, your workout is like, you know, 20% more. You can go longer okay. if you have coffee. Yeah, I could see that. So I'd sometimes like down a coffee before I work out, which isn't, then you just got to go to the bathroom the whole time you're on the treadmill. When you, when you said you don't get high anymore, did you, did you used to smoke pot? Yeah. Oh, really? I can't picture that. Oh my God, I really? Yeah, I cannot. Oh, you knew me when, I think. No, you didn't actually. I don't know. Um, yeah, I quit in September of 2012. Yeah, September of 2012. And uh, yeah, because after I quit drinking, I just 
got high all the time because it was just another way to get kind of fucked up. Yeah. But it made me just so lazy and depressed Uh and like made me eat too much when I would come home from getting high. And like, I was just, it was bad. So then I stopped. Do you stand up high? No, but I have nightmares that I do. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a common nightmare. I mean, I think I've done it once or twice. You know what I did? I, I did Doug Loves Movies last night, uh, Doug Benson's podcast, and he does it live at the Gramercy Theater. He sells it out. It's insane. And he has on, like, celebrity guests, and it was fun. It was me, Ben Bailey, and Mike Birbiglia. It's available on iTunes. You should check it out. It was a really fun show. But I, uh, th- there's always pot and there's always booze backstage there because Doug, Doug is, like, the highest functioning stoner ever so he is legitimately that high yeah he's high i mean they were smoking right before the show yesterday and but he's just he's he's firing on all cylinders that high like he really is probably better high it's like medicinal for him i think in a way but i used to smoke before those shows i've done a bunch of these live shows and i would get on stage and be because it's scary when you're doing these live podcasts because you you're trying to say funny stuff and sometimes it doesn't go really well and you just look like an idiot in front of your four peers and hundreds of people, you know, and it just, it feels very uncomfortable. So I used to get so high and I would just be quiet the whole time on stage. And then last night I didn't smoke hot and I was so much sharper. I had such a better time than I usually do, but it was hard. I was backstage and it was the first time that I felt like, God, I really want to smoke pot. Like I really do. I can't imagine because I used to smoke, pot in high school and then i kind of like once i finished high school like kind of it slowed down oh that's now good. to the point i wish i could like i would love to like get high and watch a movie or something like that i just just stopped i don't know it's just not really for me. yeah like why why is it not for you what does it make you feel? uh i don't know i'm just not into it like i used to be i used to have so much fun and i'd have like a couple of drinks and be like oh let's get some hash like yeah now it's just that that feeling doesn't exist it's weird now that it's not even taboo really no, it's so normal. And that's what makes it hard not to do it because it's everyone does it and it gets offered to you a lot. And, you know, past rep- potheads are generous. They want to get stoned with other yeah. people. Yeah. And it's, but I have to say that anytime I ever got stoned, I was, every time I was like, why did I do this? Almost immediately. Like, I, I maybe enjoyed it a little bit, but I was, I would always kind of regret it, but it was always something I wanted to do before. Yeah. It was very bizarre, yeah. like how I would immediately regret it. And I went through a time when I was living at home in St. Louis with my parents where I was smoking pot all day, every day. I was stoned 24 hours a day. Could so, you smoke in the house? Yeah, my parents knew. And so I would just like go drive around and get high or go out on the deck when they weren't in the room. But they they knew and they if they caught me, they w- wouldn't have cared. But, which is wrong and they should care they should have cared but uh i I was just in this and i think that i've talked to some people who definitely smoke pot all day and you just you don't even know you're high anymore like that's just how you are yeah you just did you do that yeah like yeah Uh, well i had i would always if we got high at lunch i'd always go to one class and then just go home because i'd be like oh yeah i just can't oh i never skipped a class but i would go to a class stoned all the time and just feel like everyone knew. It's not an. It's not a comfortable feeling. No, but in high school, if everyone knew, I was like, "Oh, I don't care." God, I cared so much in high school. Oh, really? Not about that. I just, yeah. But you were. I was interested in your story the other night when you were talking about how, like, you you started tripping acid and stuff in high school. Uh, I did. I took some. I took. Yeah, I had. But and then now, and in, in retros, and because my friends were older. And I would kind of do it, like I felt like there were, I had older friends that were like two or three years older than me, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was a bad influence on them. Wow. But I was just, like I wasn't like a bad, I was just so, I hated school so much, I'm dyslexic as I said yeah, before. Yeah, I think and that's s- the reason you did it. Yeah, I just need, and, but I just realized that now, I'm like, oh, you just needed like a relief, like you were so stressed, because it was so shitty, because everything was reading, or writing, and you are just like, yeah, I can't do this, and they're like, uh, yeah, just do that like you were just like okay i will just sit here so i think i just was like i need some type i gotta get out yeah yeah it was weird so i I just realized that now before i was like oh i used to i the way now and then i got older and and then after high school and stuff like that i didn't um certainly didn't really i didn't do drugs but and for no i just stopped and i was always like oh it's weird you were 
you were uh uh or like uh joe list our comedian friend said uh when he found out i did acid it's like it's so weird to find out a friend used to be fun because <laughs> <laughs> because it, it once once i finished high school it was the furthest thing on my mind i was like oh, i don't really it doesn't really, really yeah why uh i think did you get serious about comedy or uh what? yeah i think it was a little bit of that and also i think it was like i just didn't need i think i really it's it was like really shitty from like eight in the morning to three o'clock every day and i just needed something and then once that was done i was like yeah, i don't really need to get i mean You're i still very practical person oh, re- i really i don't feel particularly practical but i just i just, i mean i still drank and stuff like that after high school but mm-hmm. i don't i maybe did acid like once or twice yeah god i would be so scared to do acid but i just think uh, i think it's interesting that you just like we're like, oh, I'm not really into this anymore. Whereas I had to be like, I'm quitting and it's final and I can't touch it again. Like it's a, it's a struggle for me. Yeah. Like I, I I'm an addict, I believe. I texted my friend the other day. Um, the guy that we, I used, we used to like trip out and we'd do acid and then we would skateboard all night in this, in the town that we grew up in and the streets would be totally empty and we just skateboard. And then we would go to class like after being up all night or whatever and i texted him i was like would you ever dose again he's like yeah no i don't think so i think that's over but it was great what does it feel like um, what kind of acid is this lsd yeah uh it's yeah it's it's um you laugh a lot you trip some people i but i would never suggest someone do acid because uh it doesn't agree with people and then because it's brain chemistry so i think you're really kind of rolling the dice it agreed with me and i think it agreed with some of my friends and then it really didn't agree with other people so um but so i wouldn't recommend it just in case people have a you know but um yeah you just kind of tripped out you do hallucinate a little bit there's like kind of like this like weird kind of like paisley kind of like screen on everything okay There's, yeah you just kind of you just yeah you just kind of tripped out So like pretty much like looks like the 60s everywhere you look uh, like. it's surprise it, you take it and you're like oh i get it i understand why they wore those patterns because it would have been fun to look at right they- okay that's interesting um i was thinking have you ever had sex high on pot uh, sound like a mom. <laughs> have you had the sex high on pot? Uh, I have. I have. I have done Isn't that. Isn't it terrible? Uh, I've had sex on acid, but yeah. Uh, Jesus. Uh, no, I think. No, I think. Uh, I've gotten high and then had sex, and then you get. I feel you get really into. You kind of like lose yourself in it a little bit more. Oh no! I feel like you just like focus on like this is what we're doing. Like it becomes too real. You like start to look at it like. You see it like an MRI, like a like almost like a X-ray of like he's inside me. Like it's just so literal. Oh, really? Like I just I I need to lose myself, and I'm thinking too much when I'm stoned. I think. Well, when you this, um, yeah, no, I've enjoyed it. I, I mean, I'm you can't sure overthink sex. Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, it's a bad. Yeah. Combo. Yeah, I think you want to think about it beforehand to make like a wise decision of who you want to be with right but once it's on i think you want to yeah you, you want to just be in the go. moment but what i think about you because i guess now you're i mean i know now you're in a relationship but if you don't drink my biggest problem with never drinking would be and i tweeted it like how do people who don't drink have sex with strangers but how do you have like i couldn't imagine having a one night stand yeah sober, I, I which mean, maybe I have is a, a pro a lot of my drinking. act is about that now is about like how do you have sober sex with someone for the first time. Yeah, like even if it's not a one night stand. Yeah, it's um, it was really hard because that, I didn't have sex until I was 21 and it pretty much coincided with like when I started drinking. Like I had sex as soon as I learned how to get fucked up because it was so scary to me. I was very scared of sex. And then as soon as I drank, I was like, oh, this is easier. And so then as soon as I stopped drinking, like, and so I just, all the sex I had was pretty much because I would get fucked up and you know, I wanted to have it. It wasn't like coercion or any, well, maybe some of it was, but, uh, but I, but it was always, I was just like blackout drunk or pretty drunk Uh to sleep with someone for the first time. It's very scary. And then, um, and then when I got sober, I was like, Oh my God. Like I was sleeping with ex-boyfriend for a while because I was like, Oh, I've already done that. Like I can have sober sex with someone I've already had sex with. That's easy. Uh So that was, I was doing that. And then, I was like, I have to have sex with someone new eventually. And then I did ultimately. And it was really 
I, it, it took a while. It took me like a year of being sober to be like, can you do this? Like, and I just had to really want to. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I could have sex and not really want to. Yeah. But I had to really want to. And I, and it's with my boyfriend now when we had sex, like I had to wait until I, it, it's scary because you wait until you really want to. And then when you really want to, that means you have feelings involved. And so it means a lot. Yeah. And sometimes you don't want sex to mean a lot. Sometimes you just want it to be frivolous. And so one night stands, I think, are really difficult. You just have to be a hypersexual person to like have a one night stand and just and be sober, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cause you got to want it that bad. I always feel like um, I know with my ex, like people would say, like her friends and a couple ex girlfriends, her friends would be like, at some point question like they're like oh so like phil's on the road and he's like doing shows and meeting people after the show like you don't worry or whatever yeah but i'm never i rarely drink on the road mm-hmm. unless i'm doing like a festival or something and there's a bunch of friends there i'll have a yeah. couple of drinks but if i'm i think if you're sober bad ideas seem like bad i think if you're drunk good bad ideas can sometimes seem like good ideas right i mean pretty much every fight that I've ever been in with a guy or any drama I've had that's just like or anytime I've been cheated on or like thought about cheating it's because of booze yeah it really is like absolutely the instigator to almost and any of my friends who have fights with their boyfriends I'm like were you guys drunk yes it's always uh, yeah and if they're not then I'm like then that's a legitimate fight that's a legitimate thing that you guys need yeah. to discuss otherwise it's just all this like bullshit i think that drinking causes so many problems in relationships oh yeah. people turn into like you know you see like a your boyfriend who's so nice to you suddenly maybe he's a mean drunk and it's just like that's a bad sign yeah when y- yeah yeah no i think it, yeah i think if if drinking's out of the equation um yeah the i think it's the the I, and i would love to see like a bar graph but if you're dr- if you drink a lot and the chances of being unfaithful would just skyrocket. Oh, yeah, because you just don't make good decisions. Yeah. yeah. And which is to say, like, you know, then you must really, you must be, like, holding yourself back all the time if you're not, like, that's just what you really want to do, so why don't you just do that? Or I don't know. There's some part of me that's, like, I my boyfriend does not drink, but I'm, like, if he drank, would he cheat on me? And then I'm just, like, well, then he should just cheat on Like, I'm just, sometimes I'm, like, you know, sometimes you just want someone to be their authentic self. And like, if you would do that drunk, then you should just do it now. Or like you're, I don't know. Uh, but I don't think you're your authentic self when you're drunk though. Yeah. Some people say, uh, you know, you say things you really mean when you're drunk. But I, I know that from my own experience, I would always be like, I love you to like girls I fucking hated. Uh-huh. And I'd wake up the next morning and they'd be like, let's get brunch. And I'm like, <laughs> I hate I'm this sober. person. Yeah, I hate and you. Like, I, I dislike you, and I went the other way with it and was like, I love you. And my mom does the same thing. My mom drinks a lot, and she, I always watched her growing up. Like, she would talk shit about some woman, and then I'd see her be like, you are just the most amazing woman. And I would be like, you are so phony. Like, uh, so I do think it makes you sometimes say things, like, sometimes it gets you to say things you really mean because uh-huh. you, like, have the bravery to do it. Yeah. And other times you're just full of shit. Yeah, and I think that's what, I think people, I think that's known and I think that's why it's confusing because you're like, well, have they always wanted to say that? Or yeah. is it just out of nowhere? And sometimes you excuse it when, like, if my boyfriend cheated on me and he was sober, I would take so much more offense to it than uh, if he were drunk. Yeah, you'd be like, he's a serial killer. How did he plan it and pull it up? Yes. Would you, so if, if uh, and I don't even, maybe not even like this boyfriend, but if you were in a relationship with someone, yeah, totally in love, and then they cheat, like they had a, you know, they fucked up, they cheated, and mm-hmm. came to you and said, I, I cheated, would it, would it automatically, no. without a doubt, end? I mean, it's, uh, lying is really terrible, like, and tricking. I don't know that I would get over all the things you said, like the planning and the the lying. And I think that would be the hardest for me. Like, not so much, of course, the cheating would hurt and be like, are you not into me anymore? And you like her better. But just to have someone lie to you to so you can go get have sex is just like a real shitty thing yeah i feel like it would be something like even if you forgave him like a week later you'd realize you'd be like 
We were having you. Did you know you were going to do it while we had brunch with my parents? Like two, yes. like it would just be the most random. Yes, it would keep, you know it would I mean? keep having flashbacks. Yeah, it wouldn't be easy. Yeah. I don't know how couples do it. I'm really like impressed. I think that, I think that guys can totally be like, I'll never do that to you again, uh, and learn their lesson and really mean it. Yeah. But it's such a, it's such a betrayal. And also though, but it's such. I don't blame them. I think every guy wants to fuck other women. Uh-huh. I really don't blame them. And I think when you're mad at your girlfriend or you're thinking it's... Don't cheat. And I I am an advocate. Not an advocate, but I don't think it's bad to cheat if you want out of the relationship. Because you're going you to get out of it. That, yeah. that, it. That's a shitty way to end a relationship. It's cowardly. It's so cowardly. But if you want to stay with the person, then why do you... Like, don't stay. If you want to fuck other people, don't stay with a person. Like, it's just that simple. Yeah. Or talk to them about opening it up. Like, open the dot. Like, you ha- It's just, uh, it's, it takes a, a scoundrel to do that. But for you to say, that's uh, for you to say, like, oh, if he cheated, it means he's not that. They c- it could not mean that. He could just, guys are. I know. Hardwired to, like, see an opportunity. And yeah, like some dudes are just like, I can't pass up an opportunity. And that's why we need to, I think that's why monogamy has to be redefined. Like we need to redefine it. Like what it means to be true. Like I, cause I think getting a random blowjob here and there, I mean, as much as I don't want to think about it and I've never let my boyfriend get a blowjob from some girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I'm, you know, maybe if I, it happened, I would freak out, but I think that things need to change. Like we need to change because men cheat and yeah. it's because they, they obviously have a de- desire to spread their seed. And I think that we need to look at sex, not so much as like this intimate thing and there need to be rules. And then I think open relationships are something to explore. Cause it can, I mean, obviously it can be the most intimate thing in the world, but then it can also be pretty. Yeah. Just a blowjob. Yeah. And then, Sayonara, sweetie. Yeah, well... Here's a towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I just don't... I don't know. I, I've... There's that book, Sex at Dawn, about how we are just not meant to be in monogamous relationships and not meant to be married. I've read, like, you know, 20 pages of it. And yeah. My boyfriend is, like, obsessed with it. He, like, gave it to me. And I was like, this is not a good sign. But um, <laughs> I think... Bit, yeah, That's it could funny. be. I, I wrote a tweet that was like, my boyfriend gave me the book Sex at Dawn. He, I guess he's into having morning sex. I'm excited. <laughs> like, I was just playing dumb. But it is, it is interesting that he was... He's very much into, like, that idea that marriage is uh, stupid. And I think I'm into it, too. I just... I don't know, but I if I ever got cheated on, it would be more about being lied to. Like, uh, it would just hurt that I just don't want lies. Yeah. Because that's just... If, if you want to fuck someone else, just be honest with me and tell me that, and let's talk through it. Uh-huh. And then maybe we'll come to the conclusion that, no, you're not allowed to do that, and if you want to do it, then you're... Like, I think it would just solve so many problems if if guys were just honest and be like, I have a desire to fuck this secretary at work. Yeah. What should I do about it? And the woman would be like, well, you can't. And he'd be like, okay, well, I won't, but I just need to tell, like, just to talk about it, I think. I I, mean, I know that. You're very open. You're, this is, you're very open-minded about it. I think most girls, if you approach the subject, it would be like, you would be apologizing for the rest. You'd either be over or you'd be apologizing forever or you'd be like yeah. I was kidding <laughs> I yeah. have a joke I do well th- maybe I'm saying that women need to lighten the fuck up and men too I think w- I just don't understand why you do you really think girls and guys that are in relationships do you really think your significant other doesn't want to fuck other people you want to fuck other people think about it you see guys sometimes, girls that are listening, guys, you see girls, you want to fuck them, your partner's thinking the same exact thing. You are not original in this thought. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes I'll be on the train and I'll see a guy or in the street or I'm attracted to Zac Efron or whatever and I'm like, I want to have sex with him. And and in my mind, I do the thing of like, well, my boyfriend doesn't think that. Like, this is just me being crazy and like, but Chris doesn't think that way about girls. And I'm like, you're lying to yourself. He sees girls all the time he wants to fuck. And I just think that we need to be honest with ourselves about that because we are sexual human beings. That's insane that you meet someone and you have sex with them and you get in a relationship and then suddenly you're not attracted to anyone else. Are you fucking kidding me? 
Um, I, I, we're all lying, to, uh, I, but that's what everyone thinks. Like, yeah, well, to to because from the example I just gave you of saying going to your girlfriend saying I have a crush on this girl at work, what do I do about it? And she would flip out. Yeah. That is so unreasonable. But I like. But you're right. She would. Every female I've ever been in, a, there's no way that they'd be like, oh, like talk to me about. It. Like, there's no way the next day she'd be like. What was Sheila wearing today? Like to be like, yeah. Well, yeah, it wouldn't go well. It wouldn't go well, and I. But I think that we need that. That's wrong because it, you're just ignoring a basic instinct, and you're, you're making guys suffer with this. And of course, they're going to cheat on you because they can't be honest with you. Yeah, but I think I, personally, I think if someone wants, like, if I'm with a girl, I don't want to hear every dude she wants to bang throughout the day. Okay, like I think it's ignorance is bliss to I, a certain I'm, extent. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Yes, ignorance is bliss. Totally protect yourself by thinking of, oh, and and I do it too. Currently, I still am like, no, he doesn't think about that as much as I do, or even at all. But if he had a crush on a girl, or if your girlfriend had a crush on a guy, like a serious crush, and there were things that that could potentially happen, mm -hmm. and you were feeling like uneasy about it, and like I might cheat on my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Before you do it, say, hey, we have a problem. I like someone at work. Like, mm -hmm. that that should be a reason to tell someone. Not, like, I, uh, I'm into this shit. Like, that's mm -hmm. different. But, like, if you have, like, a conflict going on, yeah, you should approach the person about it. Uh, it's just, we all just are lying. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely some lying. There's but you're sparing right. people's feelings. Yes, but, and... and if you can cheat and get away with it, fine, I guess, do that. But you're gonna, you're not gonna get away with it in this day and age. Yeah, people don't, people don't get away. I, have you ever cheated on anyone? I guess we've maybe. No, talked we've talked about, about it. No, I. But I did have, and I almost wanted to write a bit about it. I had a girlfriend. It was like five years, and I, I moved to New York, and I almost feel like if I had a cheated, w our relationship would have been better. Does that make sense? No, explain it. I just felt not. It, no, it should, I mean, it wouldn't have been better for her, but I just felt like um, no, uh, that like it was like we fought a lot because we I missed her so much, and we we I think that was part of the problem. But I think I guess I, no, our relationship wouldn't have been better. Been it would have been over. It would have been over regardless. But the last six months would have been more pleasant for both of us because I I was like so fucking it's not that i wanted to cheat on her but i was so i was in new york city i was so lonely i wasn't being social because i was like doing spots going home and then we'd skype for an I hour think every night it would have just benefited you to break up with her uh earlier yeah you're right. i think that's more of what yeah. you should have done than yeah cheat. yeah but yeah. i know what you're but saying but i didn't cheat but it was um it's not like i even really had anyone like lined up but the whole time i was like in my head, I was like, because and you must see this when you, as a woman, when you're on the road, you must see people cheat on their significant yes. others, right? Yes. And it's weird. I've been with people who have been cheating on their significant others many times. Oh, you've been, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of co oh, of course. No, no, no. I don't know. No, I mean, no, no, of I'm course, kidding. that we've yeah. had this conversation yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, okay, I'm just right. Because for me, I would feel like when I first started doing stand up, I would go on the road, and I would feel a little. I guess I was like naive. Mm -hmm. I guess it's one thing to see a drunk friend, like, you know, make out with someone or whatever. But to see like a... A guy on stage talking about his wife and kids and then going to the parking lot for a blowjob. Kind of like that, yeah. I remember when that first happened when I was like 20 and or 19 and seeing that at a club in Kansas City. The headliner was like on stage talking about his wife and kids. And then someone told me that he went out and got a blowjob in the car from a fan in between shows. And I was like, I don't... It, it, my mind couldn't process it. I was yeah. just like, but he was just, but like, just so, so yeah, naive. I'm also, but it, it is, but I'm also tripped out. Like how would the girl be like, you just, I was just laughing about you, your kids and stuff. And now. Yeah. Because some girls, and I will speak to this. I've never been with a guy who's married with kids, but if you, some bitches be like non-committal they don't want a commitment they want guys who are unavailable and what is more available than a guy with uh, a wife and two kids yeah or, or you know that he was just talking about he loves so much like that is the biggest challenge and if you get them there's some kind of like high from like i just got a guy who like was seemingly unattainable even though he's absolutely attainable Every, and yeah. was 
probably putting that stuff out there so that girls like this would pursue him. I mean, it's, but yeah, there girls like that don't want, I mean, there were times when I, when I was very young, I hooked up with some guys with girlfriends and I thought that I wanted them to break up with their girlfriends and go out with me. But if they would have done it, I would have been like, no, 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 no. I would have freaked out. I'm so glad they did it because I would have made them, ruin that healthy relationship <laughs> that but clearly really great relationship they had i relate to that because i as someone who's always in long distance relationships in i if the person's like oh i'm gonna move to new york i'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah it's so i guess scary. It's, i guess it's the i guess it's the same i guess it's the same thing and it i can be completely in love with someone but i uh, think we just tapped into exactly what i've been telling you this whole time you are scared of intimacy and commitment I, you know, but I feel fully committed. But you're not. They're, they're in Tennessee or wherever. That in the, when they say they want to move to New York, you feel some, you feel yeah. panic. Uh-huh. It's because they'll be close and always around and it's intimate. It's, it's, and it's fine. I have it too. I, but that is what but it is. I never thought, it's just weird to, uh, and it's weird for me because I feel like I'm someone that's kind of, analyzes what's going down yeah. in my head and what's going on but that's totally i would say no i'm not i'm not scared of intimacy but i do i yeah i mean there's, people are always like long distance relationships are so hard uh and i'm like and you're like no they're uh, great i'm like yeah they're fairly ideal they they are ideal because for people like us who are scared to be intimate which you are really I, yes you are you're you are intimate in what in what fashion to have someone to, I mean, I'm not a, a psychologist, but I You're be- smart though. But I believe because I've done this research on myself because I was like, why do you keep dating guys who have girlfriends? Why do you? And then if you don't do that, you're dating a guy who lives across the country. It's because I'm scared to let someone really get to know me and know who I am and know everything about me and and. I I don't like my for me it's I I don't like myself enough to trust that someone who really gets to know me will still like me. So I like to keep them at a distance. I mean, I'm still that way with my boyfriend. He never comes over to my apartment. My like it's almost like we're long distance like I visit him because I can leave when I want. Uh-huh. Whereas if he came to my apartment like I I don't know wh- when would he leave like yeah. I w- am stuck with him and it's scary. Uh-huh. And I'm forcing myself to like be more intimate with him in, in that sense but it's it's and and i struggled to to say this about myself too because i was like oh i love having sex i love cuddling afterwards and sharing our feelings and all that stuff uh-huh. but that's one side of int- intimacy but i think the other is like someone just like really seeing you for who you are and spending time we're such loners yeah and i think that's just because we Maybe it's because we like spending time by, our, by ourselves and we need that and that's healthy and fine. But I think that there is absolutely something to the fact that you only date girls who live miles and miles and miles away. Yeah, I guess. And that you feel a panic when they say, hey, why don't I move closer? Yeah. Not in with you, just to the same town as you. Yeah. Where we could see each other whenever I can't we ima- want. Like I honestly, I can't, I haven't had, I haven't been in a relationship and lived in the same city in so long. Yeah, that's a... I can't even imagine that. Like, I can't... Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice, though? Wouldn't Uh, it be nice to see someone all the time? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I think it would be nice to get brunch. Here's the thing, though. You don't have to see the person all the time. And this is a... Because I learned this. In the beginning of my relationship, I wanted to see him all the time. I wanted to, like, every night stay at his place. And it eventually led us to, to us breaking up because it was too much for him. Cause I was always like, let's hang out. Let's cause I was just obsessed with it. Like I just, uh-huh. I was falling in love, you know, and I just yeah. wanted to be around him all the time. Yeah. And then when we broke up for two weeks and then we got back together, we were like, we need to take this slow again. Or uh, he said that he's like, let's hang out three times, three nights a week. Yeah. You stay three nights a week instead of seven. Uh-huh. And I was like, why? Like, let's just get back into what we were doing before. And he was like, clearly something was wrong with that. So let's take it to three. And so now that's been the pattern now. And now we both agreed, like, I don't need to see him every night. And it's better when we don't see each other. So even living in the same town, you can just be like, let's just see each other a couple times a week. Yeah. It doesn't have to be every night. 
Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm like a real like all or nothing. Like it would be. But that's insane. It doesn't need you. Can, yeah. you can maintain whatever kind of closeness you have with someone when they're away. That uh-huh. you, you just have to talk about it. Yeah. But it's hard because girls like spending time with their boyfriends. <laughs> And comics like spending time by, by themselves. Yeah, like I need, like I like write, like just, you can't, yeah, I, I love. But you would just have to lay that groundwork with someone. Because like, it's. This is who I am. Yeah. It's almost like I don't want kids and I never will want kids. Like that kind of discussion. Like uh-huh. if you want them, yeah. you want to spend every night with me, this ain't going to work. Because yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Because I, I just. We need lo- to set boundaries. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm not good at that, but because I, I just there's nothing I'd rather do than like wake up, you know, have breakfast, whatever. Right? Like it's just get your coffee. Yeah, go to a podcast five minutes late. <laughs> just get into it. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, you have a coffee today? I'd feel really badly if you didn't have. A co- I didn't, but you, you know, did not. No, but I should have bought. I'm so sorry. I should have got you you're one. Crazy. I, that's so nice of you to offer, really but is. I um, it's you're such a gentleman. Mm. I'm gonna get one right after this, and I'm really excited about it. Like oh, I like really? to like I'm a pleasure delayer. Like I like to wait until I want something so bad, as opposed to like oh, I could kind of go for a coffee. Oh really? Like I love eating when I'm starving, which is a mistake because I overeat. Then I love, uh, I love um, what else? Sex. I like waiting till I like. I'm just like I can't take any like everything. Oh, oh, on Christmas, I, I used to do this as a kid. We would um, open presents on Christmas, and I would always want to be the last person to open presents because I just wanted to delay it. Cause really? Because that's all the fun is like leading up to the opening present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's all the anticipation. But uh-huh. then I would get so sad afterwards because I'm like, all oh, this, the week before Christmas is so exciting. Yeah. And then it's over, and you're just like, I got a bunch of new shit, but it's not the excitement's gone. Yeah, it is. It is. It is like, a come down. I'm already getting bummed about the end of summer, and like, uh, really, it's already. I'm already feeling sad about when I start seeing back to school sales. And oh, I'm not okay. going back to school. Oh, when I was a kid, they were so traumatizing. It's the worst. And yeah. they start earlier and earlier oh, every year. Yeah. But they still bum me out. I really am like already missing the summer weather. And I'm not really enjoying it. Like I'm not like really? going out and playing Frisbee with my friends. I'm just like. When I was a kid, the what used to get me so depressed was the 60 minutes. Tick, 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 tick. Because then I knew like the weekend was over and that school so started. That is so funny. Was that you? Someone else recently told me the same thing. Really? That, that 60 minutes. Yeah, it was like, it meant. I'm Leslie Stahl. Yeah, and I'm like, hon, I'm going to fucking school tomorrow morning. It's like, it was so bad. Classic. I remember, because my parents would always watch it. That was the only time we watched TV and ate. Otherwise, we would eat away from the TV. But we could eat in front of the TV when 60 Minutes was on. Uh-huh. And that was so depressing to me. Yeah. Because I had homework looming, and it was just, ugh. I wonder if there's a bit there. There, yeah, because that, that definitely is something that I've heard other people talk. People would totally like remember that i bet listeners right now are like yeah that oh really that sound yeah write it down uh let's listen to some calls okay this first one is from a kind of angry girl i sense some anger but i but i get it girl i get it hi my relationship problem is i like a guy but i don't know if he likes me in return he gives me mixed signals saying that he likes me but then the next thing I know, he's acting all distant and not talking to me. And I know it's not really a relationship, but it's frustrating because guys seem to have a problem communicating and just want to string along girls. And it's not fair. So that's my problem. If you like me, tell me. If you don't, tell me but don't ask one day oh well yeah let's hang out let's do this and the next day i'm not going to answer your text messages or phone calls so yeah that's my problem i hope that it was relevant if it wasn't at least i got it out in the open all right yeah you did she should shut it down yep shut it down very clear yeah he's 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 talking to other girls, and when he's not getting attention from them, he goes back to you. That's as yeah. simple as that. That's exactly what is happening. And it makes me sad that you're texting him and not getting texts back. I've been there, and it is a terrible feeling. Uh, like I've told callers before, take him out of your phone. Take him 
d make it so you don't have any way of texting him. Um, enable yourself uh, to, um, yeah, to not be able to communicate with him. Because maybe if she, if she just completely um, stopped talking to him and stuff like that, he yeah. might realize like, oh shit, and that that could make him come to his senses. Oh, the second the second you he get when you really are like fuck this dude the second you get that way he will sense it there is something in the universe that he will pick up and he will text you but um you should really stick by that fuck this dude because fuck this dude man but i in i'm not defending him but i've been in situations where i'm not i'm not as communicative as i should but it's not because i'm seeing so, someone else or like a, it's just because i'm like working or distracted or, yeah but i guess if the person if you were like if the timing and maybe it's just timing sometimes but he's not being nice return yeah. a text if yeah, you have time to yeah. shit you have time to text and that's yeah. just that's that's all true there is. that's an old that's saying. an old saying yeah time yeah. to shit time to text yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah she should clearly not talk to that dude yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you know that too. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're mad because you should be mad. You should not be treated that way. Next call. Here we go. Hello, uh, Nikki. I love your stand up. You're great on that midnight, by the way. Um, so I'll be brief. I've been with my girlfriend for about four years. Um, we love each other very much. Uh, basic issue is. Uh, kind of twofold uh one for one she's very uh sort of risk averse and overly cautious um so i don't know I, I guess another way to put it is she's uh very conservative not politically but um just sort of in her ways i guess she's a little a little uh dull i guess um another thing is is that we really don't share much in the way of interest um you know, I I like a woman who's kind of uh, an archy hipster type. She's very sort of like, I want to say kind of little crunchy granola -y. If I had to put it in music terms, I would consider myself post-punk. She would be more like classic rock. Um, so, you know, we don't really do much going out together. Uh, you know, she's not one to want to catch an art house movie or go see a random Brooklyn band play a show. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's enough to, uh, you know, end a relationship uh, that long. I just, I just sort of feel like I want to date someone who is like myself. And um, she's great, but she's definitely not like me. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Um, good luck with the podcast, guys. And, um, yeah. Maybe I'll get you guys back at some point. Okay, so um, I want to know. He told us that we could call him back, and we just tried to call him, and uh, it was failed. He's, I think he's working. So maybe on the next episode, we will give him a call. But my initial thought is they've been together four years. He wants to date someone like himself. Uh, the, to me, yeah, I, I think there's a good chance or there's a if say they broke up mm -hmm. he'd realize how rarely fucking quickly how dating someone because they want to go see the same movie as you lasts pretty 90 empty. minutes well you see the movie and then you got to talk to the person if he's like we're really in love we've been together four years he if he broke off with her and then he could risk that's it she could just go her own way right mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> If you start a thing with I we're so in love and then complain about just petty things about you don't want to see the same band, then she then go see a band, go with, see your a band with your friends. Yeah, That's go to see a thing. movie by yourself or with a friend. William, yeah, I, my therapist always tells me when I complain about the same kind of thing, she's like, "Well, your partner doesn't need to be the person that you do everything yeah. with. You need to you need to expand your horizon. You need friends. Absolutely." You need, you need friends. Who can? Yeah. yeah, do stuff by yourself. Go enjoy Brooklyn Band by yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, I want to know kind of what they do for fun. If they've been together four years, they must do something for fun together. Yeah. And I often have this dilemma too with the guy I'm seeing now. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, do we don't really have that much in common? Like of like stuff we like to do. Mm -hmm. But then 
but that's okay because I go do the things I want to do with my friends and he does the things. Yes. And then we meet back up and we talk about it. Yeah. We don't need to have everything, share everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think to me, uh, it's not like I have to have the same interests as the person. Yeah. But the person needs to have interests. If the person's like, oh, I'm like, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this and that and this and that. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm good. I'm just going to sit here. Or, like they need to be, I don't even care if it's reading. Like it, it has to be something. Yes. You know, they have to have something going on. It doesn't need to be the same thing as me. I can't imagine someone being into the same stuff as that I'm into. Yeah, it's it's nice. Like I remember, like I used to wear a Wilco shirt all the time because I loved Wilco and I like wanted to attract a guy who liked Wilco too. And uh -huh. so I thought, oh, maybe someone will comment on my shirt. Yeah. But that the people I met that way were just like that's all we talked about. That's yeah. all we had in common. Yeah. Yeah. It's so superficial. It really is, and it's just not. I, I think you. You need to, um, you need to fuck yourself a little bit. Like if you like yourself so much, spend more time with yourself because you have yourself. That's enough. That should be enough. Uh, you need to look inside, I think, and not have this girl be have to be this fill this void for you that you need someone to. And I, I don't think you're a bad person at all. I'm not, I know it sounds like I'm being harsh, but. I just think that you're expecting a little too much out of her. And she sounds like she's got her own thing going on too. Yeah. And what do you think she thinks about you? Yeah. You, you know, she doesn't share any of the same interests that you have, but you don't share any same interests that she has. So I, yeah, I don't, I mean, but then again, yeah, I don't know. I, for me, I don't think I've ever dated anyone that I think I've she been might be bad in bed. Oh, really? You know, all that stuff he said about being conservative and dull and she's, not politically conservative, but just, I think he has in his mind that he wants to be with someone a little more adventurous in uh -huh. the saccharoonie. Oh, the old saccharoonie. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, okay, so let's just, okay, so that could be the case. Mm -hmm. What if they have this amazing sex life together? Mm -hmm. uh, hypothetically, they, they, they have great chemistry uh, in bed. And the only thing is they don't share the same pop culture taste, which is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. I would be like, well, I, yeah, I don't, who cares? I don't, I, yeah. I, I mean, it would be nice, but you can't get, I don't, it, it's so hard to get everything where someone's like great chemistry in bed. Yeah, good and luck you're really attracted to the person and they love the same movies as you. You live in New York. It is hard to find people to date in this city. It is... Not easy. So you think you're going to let a four-year relationship go where you're very in love with her. And wait, we're getting a call. What, what's that? Oh, he's, we can call him? Okay, let's, let's call you, William. Are you going to ask about the sex thing? Uh, yeah. Oh, good. Hello? Hey, buddy. Hi, William. Hey. How's hey, it going, guys? Good. good. Thank you for taking the time to answer our call. No problem. Okay. Um, so we just kind of went off on you because we didn't think that you were going to pick up. So we just kind of offered advice without <laughs> you being here. So we've got a couple questions for you. We're at the end of the podcast. Sure. So we're going to try to make this quick. Um, no problem. Yeah. I'll stuck in the elevator. Sorry Ooh. about that. Oh, no worries. Thank you so much. What um, What do you guys do together that is fun? Like, what have you spent the four years of your relationship doing if you don't do anything together? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, you know, to be honest with you, in the beginning, it wasn't, like, really a thing that I really thought about and didn't really bother me, you know, because you're just getting to know somebody. It's sort of something that, as time has gone by, it sort of bothered me more and more. Yeah. Um, uh, we sort of just hang out at each other's places. We do the usual kind of boring stuff. We watch TV. Um, you know, we're both really into like Game of Thrones and stuff like okay, that. Okay, there's um, a similar we go interest. We to dinner. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty much stuff like sometimes we'll go see a movie. Nothing, nothing. It's kind of sort of gotten into that kind of sort of, I want to say traditional. So you're bored. Kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say so. Um, I would definitely, yeah, I mean, yes. Without, yeah. Okay. And I am guessing that maybe the sex isn't as adventurous as you'd like it to be? I would say she's not adventurous um, at all, period, really. Okay. She's kind of, I mean, I would say that if she wasn't like a giant feminist, 
or like politically lefty, I would say she was she would be like a traditional kind of girl, you know, kind of like a really nice, good girl. I'll put it to you this way: um, if she if she sat down today and told that she had been cheating on me, I would be very angry and upset. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'd probably be like, "Wow, that was a really bold move on your part." Right. Um, you know, like it, she's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. She's she's a very nice person, very good, sort of reserved um, kind of person. See, I think, think, uh, personally, I think it's harder to find someone that you describe as a really good person than it is to find someone that you're like, yeah, we like the same movies. Like, I think that's... Yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree with you completely, for sure. And that's what I'm sort of thinking uh, a lot about is like, you know, I can go out and find my archy hipster girlfriend who will be into like the same music as me and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe she won't be as good as a girl a girlfriend. Yeah, know? that's maybe what I. Adorable. That's my initial instinct. I think. Uh I think you you should not make any rash decisions. You should. I, I think what you have with this girl is actually pretty great, and uh, and I think you just need to get more friends who will do the things that you want to do. <laughs> it's true. I, I agree with you. You know, I mean, it, it. What makes it tough, really, is um, you know, we 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 both live in North Brooklyn, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm out in like Bushwick and Williamsburg and Greenpoint. So I'm constantly surrounded by the kind of women that I'm attracted to, you know? Yes. Um, there, when I go out to see a band play at some small DIY venue, you know, they're all pretty much like I would like to date. And so, it, I mean, if I lived in Des Moines or fucking Kansas City, it wouldn't be a big deal. You know what I mean? But sort of like where I am, it's, it, it's, it's kind of, um, it's tough. Would she be shocked to hear this? Um, no, because we talk about how we're, I mean, to an extent, but, but we do talk about how different we are, like on a pretty regular basis. Whenever we have like some sort of slight disagreement, not a fight, but like a slight disagreement on something, she'd be like, oh my God, we're so different. And I'm like, yeah, we really are very, very different. But Um, that can work. I would just think it, it would be interesting and certainly not anything physical or anything like that, but it would just be interesting when you're at a show and you see a girl where you're like, wow, that would be the ideal girl for me to date. Just spark up a conversation and just see. I bet you, I could be wrong, but I bet you within about five minutes you'd be like, oh God, and realize <laughs> that maybe superficially you don't have a lot in common with your girlfriend, but it sounds like fundamentally, like the first thing you said about it was we're together and we're really in love. I'm like, just that right there. I mean, to be with someone for four years and still be like, yeah, I really love this person. I don't know. I think yeah. that's... Yeah, you, I, you have I, something I, good I, that everyone wants. But I understand <laughs> what you're saying. It's so like, uh, I completely understand what you're saying and can and and I can relate and I guess I'm just giving my advice based on the fact that I can think of a situation where I was like that and we yeah. broke up and then I spent like two years meeting girls where I was like, you would see her across the room and then you'd be like, oh my God, there's like my dream girl and then like within like five minutes of chatting or like the second date you're like oh god that was my nightmare girl. yeah i think that's girl. really good advice i think you should spark up a conversation there's nothing wrong with you know pursuing it to a, a point where it's you're not cheating and just see yeah. see how that feels and if it feels great then that's when you need to maybe have a talk like if you're if this doesn't go away and it, you're obsessing over it it's not fair to her to 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 Keep, you need to be open yeah. with her about it. I think ultimately, but I think that Phil's uh-huh. right. You should, you should follow through on some of these a little bit and just see what's out there because I think you will. It'll make you miss your girlfriend and realize what you have. Yes, I mean it's and it does happen. You know, I, I yeah go out a fair amount, not as much as I used to. Um, definitely not as much as I used to when I was single, but um, and I do sort of meet you know, people strike up conversations, girls will flirt with me, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it, it happens. You know, I never uh, go home with anybody. I never take yeah. anybody's number. I don't, you know, I sort of just like, it's just we're at a show. We talk a little because we're standing near each other or what have you. But that sort of, I, I never take it anywhere. What, um, what would yeah, she say if you, if you said to her, I, I'm, I'm interested in other women? 
I, I don't know what to do about it. Um, she, she, yeah, she would not take kindly to, to any of that. I mean, she would, she would probably want to, um, I mean, we've discussed breaking up, um, yeah. seriously, uh, at least once that I could recall, um, we were having sort of like diverging, um, paths in life. Mm-hmm. We were having conversations about, you know, I would like to relocate and she would not because she's very close to her family. Um, and she wouldn't want to leave the East Coast. Um, and I don't have that sort of relationship with my family. And so I have no problem moving to the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, that's something that may happen, you know, in the near future. And that's sort of kind of like, um, I guess, in of our situation with regards to this. Um, so, you know, it might just happen because of... Right. Life. I think this is all going to work itself out eventually due to other things. I sort things. of feel that way, too, you know? And, and I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't say, like, we're both just sort of, like... I don't know. I feel like we both, we, we both sort of settled in to yeah. our kind of... You know what I mean? Like... How old are uh, you? I don't, I'm in my early 30s. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Does she want to get married? Uh, she does. And she's very traditional in that sense, like family, children, uh, getting married, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Are you yeah. feeling that pressure? Um, Four years. Of. I mean, that's um, time. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, in a way, like, I feel like if I wasn't going to uh, move, I would definitely kind of have already hit the point where we were either discussing marriage seriously or I right. would have moved on well, to each other. It sounds like you want to move and I think the I think you you should end it when you move. And I think you should move. Well, yeah, that sounds like great. I agree. I mean, that sounds like great <laughs> advice. I would. Um I and I don't want to move because of her. But right. I just want to be clear about that. I yeah, you know, I've always wanted to move. I've lived in New York my entire life. I think you just I want to move. You want else. something new. Yeah, it sounds like you I, do want something new. You want to break I, I out. Do, I do. I do. And uh, but you know, situation was different. If she wanted to move with me, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. You know, because that would it's be sort of adventurous life. of her. Yeah. yeah, she would fulfill what you think she's lacking. Yeah. <laughs> so that, well, yeah, that's what, that's definitely a way to think about it for sure. It would be it would be out of her comfort zone if she said she wanted to move. Is it out of the question uh, her moving? I mean, I think so. She sort of feels like you know who's going to take care of her folks, you know, as they get older, and she wants to be near her family, right? And she, you know, it's it's kind of one of those situations well, then, where. Yeah, you know, living three thousand miles away from her parents is something she yes. would not be willing to so to do. You need to move, and that's when this relationship is going to come to uh, either close or take it to the next step, I think. Um, and is this, like, something that you... I think you're not going to move because of her, but I think that all of this combined is going to lead you to wanting to move. And I think you want to move. Oh, yeah. I can hear it in your voice. And, and frankly, we, we don't need you in this town anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it's I, I, I like to hear... Uh, you sound, like, enthusiastic about moving, and I think that that's going to be the perfect uh, impetus to um, either break up or stay together. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you guys. Um, it's I, I am enthusiastic about it, and um, she's aware of that. It's something we've discussed in yeah. length. You know, length that's a lot. your out, man. Um, so it's sort of like kind of how things are going to end up, I, I feel. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, in the meantime, I'm, I'm not, you know, rushing to kind of just disown her or... or right. So just you know, kind of play just, it. Yeah. Enjoy it because it probably has an end in the future and just try to enjoy this time while you can because you'll be single again and you'll get to, you know, hook up with those hipster chicks eventually. This isn't forever, and I think you know that. William, will you will uh, you call us back and, and uh, keep us posted on what's going down? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. Please. That would be no great. Problem, definitely. I, um, believe it or not, I was listening to number eight today where, Phil, uh, you were discussing your breakup, uh-huh. and um, I saw some similarities when, you know, you guys are talking about music and how, you know, people are very different in certain ways. Like, it's kind of yeah. uh, fine. Um, and we're definitely there, you know, we're, we're very different in, in a lot of those kind of key respects. 
Yes. Um, I, it it reminded me know. of Phil's situation as well when you were like, we don't like the same music. Whereas Phil's g- ex-girlfriend like hated the music he liked. Yeah, she wouldn't even. It was that, almost because dis- she hated it in sp- like to yeah, spite him it was because i do and i do understand what like there is something if there's music or anything that's like art that brings so much to your life and the person's not even interested in like just completely writes it it's hard because you're just like well, why yeah. are you so close my like you should just be interested in the fact that i really like it like that yeah. alone should yeah, be motivation i've been there too but to it's, it's, a, it it's a wrong feeling <laughs> Oh, that's incorrect? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you should check it out, but, like, uh, you shouldn't have to like it because I like it. No, not at all. Right, but you should be open to it. I <laughs> exactly. believe that, too. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. we have to and close up. sort of sh- the same way. I feel the way that way about what she likes musically, and she feels sort of that way about what I like musically. We're sort of both kind of not really into each other um, in that, in that yeah. regard. Yeah. Um, so... Well, I think that you it's know. gonna. You're. It'll come. You've had a good run, and it. Just enjoy it. That the end here, because I think oh, this thank is. You guys. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe she will surprise you. But yeah. But, but definitely uh, keep us posted, William. And thank you very much for calling. Yeah. Thank I you, will, William. I will. Thanks a lot. I appreciate um, the advice, guys. Yeah. Thanks for your call. All, All right. right. Thank Bye. Thanks, William. <laughs> bye bye. He was nice. All right, we got to go. Um, Thank you for listening. Please keep calling us and we'll call you back. It's so fun. Uh, The number is... 347-467-1240. Thank you, Phil, for pulling up the number. And thank you for being here with me today. It was so fun. Bye. Bye.